to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels, and today I'm joined by my lovely wife, who is a reoccurring guest or slash host as well. Who was left out last episode. That's right, because uh, I got impatient and uh, while well, she was taking a nap and decided to record without her and... I haven't heard the end of it yet. No, he's completely uncompassionate about my sleep disorder. And it caused, you know, obviously marital strife. Yeah. Ryford is also joining us this week. He's right here next to me getting his petsies. Do you want to go ahead and talk about Ryford? Yeah, so I didn't, I haven't listened to last week, so what have you told about him? I just said the, I guess I kind of said that we got a new cat, Ryford, and then he tried to escape and we got him back. Okay, that's it? You didn't go into the deets? No, I think I said how he did it, but, and then I told him, I said how we found him and where we found him and all that stuff. Okay, so I'll start from the beginning. pretty much everything. (laughs) I'll start from the beginning. Um, I randomly search Pet Finder for Himalayans or Blue Points because they're... Oh, he's showing me his belly. Hi, hunters. Um, for Blue Points because Himalayans and Blue Point or, and or Blue Point cats literally are never up for adoption. So I just randomly look, you know, see if there's any within 100 miles, whatever. And uh, lo and behold, a tiny little... Himalayan is listed on Pet Finder right here in our very own Baton Rouge. And so uh, he's listed as a senior in special needs, so right up our alley. So obviously I emailed to say, hey, what's his special needs? What's his deal? He doesn't have any particular special needs. They just had him listed that way since he's ancient and, um, you know, probably will be expensive as time goes on. Oh, he's getting pets from both of us right now. So, anyways, we have, uh, we decided to do a foster trial with him. He is all four paw declawed, which is, don't even get me started. Um, you have to amputate the bone to declaw a cat. So, imagine having your toes and fingers cut off at the first knuckle. Um, that's what someone did to him. And he's also 13 years old, so he's really, he's pretty old. 13 is a generous estimate in terms of youth. Um, he's still really spry though, and he's very precious and we love him and we made it official on my last day of work, September 25th. Um, yeah. so yeah. And then on the 10th of October, so like two weeks in, as Jesse mentioned, we had Delta come through and, uh, the balcony door blew open and he, instead of running away and hiding, everyone said that. Everyone was like, no, he's inside. He got scared. Whatever. He's, he'll, he'll come out. Just sit. Really? You're going to make noise in no, my story? I didn't think it would. Sorry. Go, carry on. <coughs> oh, scoozy. Mm. Can you edit that one out? No, you don't have to right now. Never mind. I wasn't going to. Okay. Enjoy my burp, everyone. Um, Jesse clearly doesn't like editing. <laughs> no. Now hiring for a producer. Um, So, anyways, the balcony door blew open and we didn't, neither of us noticed. And uh, Ryford was gone. And, uh, yeah, he went out, leapt off our second story balcony. How tall would you say it is, Jesse? Like 10 feet? I would say, yeah, 
I'm six foot one, and it's taller than me, so it, it might be like eight, nine. Eight, eight to ten feet. Yeah, somewhere between. Um, there. just leapt off of it into a hurricane, yeah. middle of the hurricane, like the worst of it, and he just leapt into it. So. And, and I would say it's the worst one that hit Baton Rouge. So it was far. the scariest one I've been in in Baton Rouge. It yeah. was um, it was really noisy, like. The trash cans were against the side of our house, and they were blowing all over, and trees were falling, and it was um, it was crazy. So, um, so Jesse said, told y'all how we found him and everything. But anyways, what had his story before we adopted him is that someone found him. Really? I'm not doing that. We'll make it stop. Sir. Anyways, on. his story was that. Um, someone found him outside Target like a week before the um, animal control shut down for COVID. So he got in right in the nick of time. Mm. He was found just wandering, covered in like two pounds of matted fur with dirt and poop and open wounds on him. I mean, this little bubs, he had to have some of his teeth pulled. Doesn't remember, he does not have claws. And he's has a Persian face, so he has the tiniest little mouth in the world that cannot break skin. So I don't know how he was surviving, but he was found. And I used to think it was so horrible, like someone declawed this cat, dumped him outside Target, like, let me find that person, let me put them out of their misery, make the world a better place without them. But now I realize he probably just ran away in a hurricane and went to live at Target of his own accord. Yeah. So. <laughs> on his own volition. Yeah, he just made that executive decision that he wanted to go on an adventure. So. Okay. That's that's all right. He's laying on my hand right now, purring. Isn't he cute? Yeah. He's perfect, and I love it. He's oh, he's not a blue point like Thaddeus was the blue point, which is the gray. Um, he's seal point, which is like the normal Siamese colors, like the dark brown ears and the tan body. Yeah. So, so kind of yeah. Yeah, what you picture when you picture a Siamese cat. Brownish. Perf- but with a Himalayan is a Persian and a Siamese mixed. So it's a Persian color point, basically. So Sure. They don't always have the smush face, but he has the real smush face. Like, right. Can't even see his face most of the time. Oh, that I know, I miss Taddy. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, that's... Chill's uh, perspective on Ryford. His, oh, his full name is Captain Nelson Ryford. Okay. So, because some people didn't like the name Ryford, so the option was to call him the Captain. Yeah. And Nelson was the name he came with. Right. So he's like Captain Ryford of Enterprise. <laughs> I picture him on like a lobstering vessel oh, in the yeah, Arctic Sea. Maybe so in Maine or something. Yeah, or like. Alaska. Yeah. He looks pretty haggard, huh? Do they get lobsters in Alaska? Okay, maybe a salmon boat. I don't know what they fish in Alaska. I'm just, I don't know. Anyways. Swordfish? Walruses? Walruses? Whales? What kind of savages do you think Americans are? Wow, that was so racist. You know a lot of Inuit people 
have survived off walruses. Yeah, I'm sorry, other people. Apologize to the Inuits. Yeah, Inuits, get in where you fit in. Live how you have to live. Okay. What? That was... I don't know if that was an apology. I made it worse? Yeah, maybe. Dang. I'm not... I swear I'm not that ignorant. (laughs) And onward, um... Jill's probably already heard this joke already, but let's do joke of the week. Oh, we're doing what I've heard. Anyways, so, um, it's all I got. Okay, I'll pretend it's a fresh. My joke writing sucks. So, um, oh wait, I had one. Oh, I got one that is you it, haven't heard. Is it about your penis? No, it isn't. Okay. Well. Well, that's the last one you told that's me. That's the last one. Okay. Um, anyway, so um, some people have told me that I'm on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. And I was thinking, I was like, no way. And then I thought, well, oh, they're on to something because I... I I am so I'm like I think I'm very on it because of uh, like the definition of a saucepan is just a tiny pot, and I can't let it go that it's just a to me it's just a pot. It will never be a saucepan. <laughs> and I guess that was just a statement again. <laughs> yes. I was. Yeah. I think your jokes about being on the spectrum are so funny. Because they just highlight that you probably are on the spectrum. <laughs> I do remember when I said get the saucepan down. No. And you like didn't know what th- you you looked at me like I was. Couldn't come. I think you looked through all the cabinets in the kitchen trying to figure out what a saucepan was. Yeah, I couldn't compute. I was like, you mean this tiny pot, right? <laughs> and I and I still don't. Uh, <laughs> that's not a. I, that's not a saucepan. I don't. That's just like only in America. I think that's a saucepan. Maybe the UK. I'm sure it's a saucepan. Well, those are the places that speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's called something else in Italian. Maybe, German. Maybe not Australia. Jap. Well, I mean, Aus- Australians don't speak English. Whoa. They got their own language. Have you ever tried to listen to Australian? They can't tell what they're talking about. I didn't realize uh, Jill was against uh, prisoners. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I guess that one uh, bombed. (laughs) Ryford, can you tell your daddy to stop making fun of Mama? No, he's busy napping. Okay, cool. Okay, well, uh, now that I I, I stunk up the room with my bad jokes, um, (laughs) let's carry on. Um, there's some, what? I'm just laughing about, y'all, we had this conversation recently off mic about Jesse's new jokes have just been statements of fact, and just the fact that you did another one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's, I, I don't know how to, I think I need to, like, go watch people, and... 
get like act or watch just more stand up and I don't know. I, I just I I don't know why I think. I think so. I think you're on to something in the sense that like punchlines are funny when they're true, but it's also like slightly unexpected truth or unexpected comparison. Like there's some kind of unexpected part and you're not hitting the unexpected. It's it's like, yep. Yeah. 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 Well, anyways, let's carry on or try to. Um, so, uh, so there's some current events that happened. Um, I spoke a little bit about the election. Do you want to care to say anything about the election? Um, just that I'm super pumped that we're going to finally have a woman in the White House. Yeah. And um, I'm also kind of really mad that it took this long i kind of oscillate um and for those of you who don't know another great thing is that we're gonna have the very first shelter dog as the first dog of the united states oh yeah because the biden's dog right yeah well he has two dogs i think one is not a shelter dog um but then the second one they fostered and then they adopted it so it's um a foster Mm. fail oh okay so that's pretty... I also cannot believe that it has taken this long to have a shelter dog. In the White House? Yeah. Like, I... So what were all the other dogs? Like uh, Purchased. Oh, that's... From not... a breeder. Gross. While little, little puppins who needs homes are being put to death. I don't know. Like, should breeders exist? No. Yeah. I think in very limited... It's kind of inhumane. I think... Well, it's not inhumane to the... Well, it is. There are definitely inhumane breedings. Um, I think that there's very limited circumstances where breeding should exist, like for working dogs. Like some people really need border collies to herd their animals, like farmers and ranchers and stuff like that. They really need us to have a reliable specific dog. What about the police with German shepherds? Yeah, that or like guide dogs. Um, Have to have a... I mean, I actually listen to a podcast about guide dogs and like they breed them from the best of the best, like the best temperament and they still only... So many of them make it through. Um, I mean... Sure. So that kind of thing, but people are just saying, I just think this one's cut. Yeah, it, it, it... My stance, and this is going to be controversial, but if you purchase a dog, I think you need to ha- go to your local shelter and then pick one, rather than pick one out for adoption, pick which one gets put down because you didn't you didn't adopt from there. That, that, that's, that Now, that's spot on. Mm-hmm. And you got to live with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Because breeders are not going to put... If you don't buy their dog, they're not going to go put down their dog. Right. There's someone... Someone's going to get that dog. Or they're just going to keep it and stop breeding because they're not going to sell... Because they're not selling them anymore. Right. Whereas if you don't adopt, those animals are being put down. Yeah, it's like... It's like involuntary death row without a crime. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, last week, uh, or the last episode, I... I uh, talked about the election already, so I gave my little two cents. 
But um, also in current events, excuse me, Pfizer came out with a vaccine for the coronavirus. Oh, excuse me, that's oh 90% effective. Okay, so I listened to something about that, and apparently they didn't release any data to prove their claim that it's 90% effective. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it was just company claims saying that, so they still need to get the third party review. Well, no, they didn't even release any of their internal data. Oh. Is what I heard. I don't know, I, I could be wrong. Oh, uh, well, and, and there's like, also kind of some problems with the vaccine, too, of how it has to be delivered. It has to be like kept frozen and there's it's got to be at like very cold temperatures all the time oh we'll never figure that out anyways <laughs> uh it's just it, it, it's it's you know it's it's kind of temperamental they have to just kind of figure out the delivery methods and all that stuff but uh hopefully it works out um and hopefully this saves the uh the world as far as the pandemic is Pfizer the company that was owned by Pharma Bro? I don't know. That asshole? I have no clue. The guy who raised the AIDS money? I don't know, Joe. raised the AIDS medicine? I have no clue. Well, I'm asking you so you can Google it because you have your phone and I don't. I need instant answers, Jesse. Martin Skoreski. Skorelli? Skorelli. I don't think so. Yeah, Martin's... All right, keep talking. Okay. Um, Dead air can out. Oh. Anyways, um, so other thoughts on the election and coronavirus. We are going to a wedding soon, um, which I'm a little nervous about because weddings and birthday parties and stuff is where people get the virus, you know? No masks, drunken behavior, so I'm a little nerve. Um, he didn't. He wasn't part of that company okay. at all. But I'm also excited for the wedding. It's my BFF getting married. Um, and I get to be the maid of honor, so it's going to be really exciting. Um, marrying Is this my... your first wedding being maid of honor? Uh, no. Whose wedding? Gwen's. Oh, yeah. It was a last minute change, though, so I didn't get to, like, bask in the glory of it. Anyways, I am excited to be maid of honor. Um, Just fingers crossed that we don't get the Rona. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And also, um, I know that there will be a lot of people there with differing political opinions. I know the bride has requested we don't talk about politics, so I'm hoping that um, that request will be honored. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of my family, so I don't... I think your brother's smart not to say anything either. Yeah, and even if David does say stuff, he's usually really good at tempering it. Whereas I'm like, go pick the puppy to kill! Well, plus, your brother's like... I mean, he's a lawyer, and besides that, he doesn't practice in a courtroom. He has... For juveniles, so like... And for social security disability. Oh, he was in courtrooms for that? All over the country, For, yeah. defi- like, defense? Um, representing clients trying to get disability. Yeah. So, he's a wordsmith. So, like, any time that, uh... And I'm not. Anyways, can I... Can we... 
can can a neck get cut off? Continue. Anyways, he, I mean, he can change conversations. Like, he's done it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, that was, you're like a magician. <laughs> so A magician. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, man, he really knows how to, and he knows how to deflect things. Like, he, uh. He's very good at deflecting. Like, I, I know that he's, I knew he, like, he knows how to say things without upsetting people. But he really went like a, I don't know, in party situations. But anyways, yeah. I won't get into it, but yeah. Yeah, whereas if I open my mouth, I usually really validate people or really alienate them. Yeah, he can just kind of say little half-truths and deflect people. And yeah, he's he's got skills. Yeah. David the cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, speaking of my brother, um, well, speaking of me, but also my brother reminded me of it, um, I had my sleep study done. Mm-hmm. So I forget if I shared on this podcast or not, um, but I've had these coma nap issues where I fall asleep four hours at a time during the day. And can't wake up. And I call them coma naps because I will be, I'll be dreaming. But I also am aware of what's going on around me. So I imagine it's kind of like when someone's in a coma. You know how they're like, oh, they can hear you. Talk to them. <laughs> it's hmm. like, really? They're unconscious. How do they hear me? Well, now I understand. Um, I mean, I still understand, but I've kind of experienced it. Hmm. And I can't, like, I can't move. Sometimes when I wake up, Jesse has to come, like, physically pull me into a sitting position because my body is just impossible to move it's not sleep paralysis though for all of those who are thinking that it's different um anyways i had a sleep study figure try and figure out what was wrong with me and it was absolute torture literal torture every time they didn't let me have caffeine so i slept at night and then i was there the next day to take naps and they didn't let me have caffeine. And so every time I like blinked my eyes, my head started throbbing from the caffeine withdrawals. It was horrendous. And turns out we found out basically nothing. Um, hmm. They said there's not enough to diagnose narcolepsy. Um, I don't have any kind of apnea. But what they did notice is that I thrash my limbs a lot the doctor called it excessive limb movement while i sleep mm. apparently i just move non-stop the entire time i'm sleeping and so i was telling my family this and pamela mentioned that david does that in his sleep that he does this weird convulsing thing and he'll like lift his arm up and then just drop it um so whatever's wrong with me we probably have the same thing mm. and uh my theory is is that my mom let some kind of scientist probably uh, experiment on us. Because <laughs> oh, we both got cataracts at like age 30 for no reason. Like no, nothing to indicate why we would have cataracts. And we both got them. So, and then we both thrash in our sleep. There's got to be something there, right? Maybe. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, well, we didn't say where the wedding is, did we? Oh, we're back on the wedding? Yeah, I just okay. kind of thought about that. 
Sorry. This I is, was paying attention to what you were saying. Yeah, this is a, just a super organized, well-scripted podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to Tennessee. Yeah, Gatlinburg. Yeah, so it'll be the first time we went there, and it's going to be a... Uh, I guess he, I guess he is, if you marry into a family, is that your cousin? Huh? Yeah. Ian is your cousin-in-law. Cousin-in-law? Okay, so we're going to his wedding and, uh, Jill's, uh, best friend. Who's now going to be my cousin? Kara, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So it should be fun and, uh. Even though it's COVID, hopefully we still somehow have a good time. Yeah, and I've never been to the Smoky Mountains. So oh, really? I'm, yeah, so I'm kind of excited Me about either. that. Yeah, should be a good time. And Jill refuses for, to drive my car. We're taking her car. I didn't refuse. You admitted my car was nicer or whatever. You said we should take it. <laughs> okay. So something for all y'all, something about... Jesse's car, like his car is roomy and spacious and it's nice big seats and everything and not lots of space. But sometimes I feel like I get car sick in it if I'm in it for too long because like the seat is so low I and you can't raise it. Like I need like a booster seat because I can barely see over the dash. And so it, I think something about sitting that low compared to the dash it just kind of makes me feel queasy or like uncomfortable. I don't know. It just sometimes it's just I can't I can't be in that car for too long. It could be the size of the uh, the the shape of the windshield too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's like you're like sitting on the floor. Right. So, which I'm short. Right. So I should be happy about that, but because my legs don't have to dangle, but. Right. I mean, it, it, I don't, I'm not complaining about taking your car, though. Okay. The only, I mean, I'm just kind of worried about, the, like, if, can we fill our stuff on there? Yeah, we'll fit all our stuff. Yeah. You forget my trunk goes really deep, but we just never use it because I have all our emergency supplies in there. Okay. Like the jumper cables and our, I guess I don't need an emergency blanket here like I did in Minnesota, but I have, like, a whole emergency kit packed. Right. Because... If I broke down in Minnesota, I'd be dead. Yeah, but it might be real cold where we're going. Yeah, so we should probably just go ahead and keep all this yeah, stuff in there. Yeah, Plus, you've got that uh, special antifreeze where you're supposed to mix it and all. Huh? Well, I thought you had that in your trunk. The Do I? I don't know. Anyways, I think, uh, do you have anything else you want to say on the podcast? Oh, dead air. All right. Well, maybe if you weren't so against taking a couple minutes to edit things out like that belch, <laughs> we wouldn't have to be so stressed about talking quickly and we'd be able to talk, think things through and discuss, like, oh, are we done with the wedding? Do we want to move right. on to a new topic? It doesn't than... matter. It's a and... podcast. What do you mean it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. You don't think all those really good high quality podcasts we listen to aren't scripted oh those are this one isn't okay oh jill's kitty corner we just did it with rifer in the beginning no that was jill's announcements (laughs) 
All right, fine. Hold on, I gotta think of what I want to talk about for Jill's Kitty Corner. Do you want me to pull up the the soundboard? No, I can just do it. Um, what's a good Kitty Corner? I'm looking at Rai Rai, and he's so amazing, and I love him so much. What um, what's a good Kitty Corner topic? I don't know. You wonders. Um, oh. I've got it. The okay. soundboard. What do you? Which hero? All right, there you go. Well, uh, well, welcome to Jill's, welcome to Jill's kitty corner. Wait, let me do it. One oh, more time. that wasn't. Okay, go ahead. That was it. That was my intro to kitty corner. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. You're on. Okay, welcome to Jill's kitty corner. Wait, you didn't like that? No, one? it was not in the right place. I didn't like. Oh God! Oh no, Redford didn't like do that. Do it again. Either. Well, do it again. Start Welcome on. to Jill's Kitty Corner. This week we're going to talk about kitty acupuncture. So, mm. as some of you might know, Luther was diagnosed with um, lymphoma, small cell lymphoma, and so we have been going to—I call it the witch doctor, but it's just an Eastern medicine veterinarian holistic i don't know whatever anyways so we're still doing our western medicine for his his treatment like his chemo and he gets some kind of other drug every two days but we also have been taking him to get acupuncture to stimulate his immune system and he gets chinese herbs to stimulate his immune system and sweet bubbins loves his acupuncture so much he purrs the entire time um in fact sometimes we have to like stop him because he's so happy he's just rolling all over the place trying to get belly rubs and pets during his acupuncture but obviously that's gonna knock the needles out so i just wanted to report that he's really really happy getting okay. his eastern medicine and anyone who might be who's dealing with issues with their pets and they're not having a lot of success with the western medicine i would definitely recommend looking into um some of the eastern medicine or holistic treatments okay i we started going there because um one of the girls who adopted one of our previous fosters her dog was given three weeks to three months to live and using purely Eastern medicine, the dog is basically healed, and it's been eight months. Mm. I mean, it still has cancer, but it's like really the growth has gone down. Dang. Living a really high-quality life, yeah. So I figured it wouldn't hurt to try it for Luther. So that's Jill's Kitty Corner. Oh, wait. Do it again. That's, wait, wait, wait. Don't uh, do, it. do it again. That's Jill's Kitty Corner. All right, folks. Um, so um, this marks episode 50. Oh, God, we're putting out this hot mess is episode 50. Tell me you're going to edit some of this. I will edit the breaks, at least. Will you edit us doing the cat meow like 80 times? No. I like the hot mess. I want to leave it in. I'm job searching. People might hear what Yeah, no, that's why I haven't probably gotten hired. I thought oh, about that. Oh, gosh. 
that people want to know I'm detail oriented. P.S. I'm looking for a job if anyone wants to hire me. You could have kept your. We could have asked me not to say your last name. It's all over the interwebs anyway. Yeah. People don't Google anyway. They just go straight to Facebook, and I've got most of my stuff private. Anyways, um, I hope that um, you guys enjoy episode fifty. Um, like and subscribe to the uh, to the podcast uh, if you like it so much. Leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find me on various social media: uh, Jesse Runnels on Instagram, Jesse underscore Runnels on Twitter, and simply Jesse Runnels, my just my name with a space on Facebook. If you want to. Uh, ask a question or leave a topic to cover in the podcast you can email me at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com please leave us topics clearly we're not good on scripting. yeah anyways um i hope you guys enjoy this episode Ryford says bye bye